And welcome to the BQBL Failcast for Week 10, 2018. I'm your host, Alex. I'm joined, as always, by the doctor. Dr. Matthew, how are you? I'm doing well. Good morning. It was another exciting Monday night game. It was exciting for BQBL, exciting for real life, exciting Mm. for what happened just beforehand. Spoiler alert. Uh, it was it was a good it was a good BQBL week this week. There were some really bad decisions that were made, and some pretty good ones. And the tradition of having three choices and choosing the wrong two of them continues, which I think is the most proud tradition that we have in BQBL. <laughs> yeah. So uh, if you want to start with you on that one, um, I think we we can award you maybe two uh, awards this week. I think one. You're going to be awarded the I Regret This Decision Award for not starting New England. You had three choices. You chose two. You left New England on your bench, and Tom Brady got bench. Um, So you missed 45 points from New England, probably their best start of the year. Oh, easily. He got benched with seven minutes left in the game. That's like three drives. Um, the, The amount of give up that Belichick can muster at games this time of the year is pretty impressive to motivate his team. This is a pure motivational tactic. They were definitely, they were obviously out of the game, but they weren't that out of it. They weren't like bench Tom Brady out of it, but. They were pretty out of it. It was a pretty (laughs) terrible performance. They were not good. They they were very bad. I'll give it that. Maybe he just forgot what Brian Hoyer was like. It was like, maybe this guy's good. And then he was like, oh, but yeah. I don't know. Or maybe he's (laughs) thinking at this point of his, legacy and his coaching tree and he's just you know trying to give wins to all of his assistant coaches so it'll reflect better on him throwing a bone to Vrabel yeah throwing a bone to Vrabel he threw a, a bone to Patricia earlier I think he's playing the long game and thinking about his legacy you think he still feels bad about Charlie Weiss and Romeo Cornell I wouldn't go that far <laughs> I mean I still feel bad about them <laughs> I, I don't I, I don't suspect Belichick feels bad about them um, but anyway, you've got, yeah, so 45 points to New England. You get that award, but I, I'm also going to award you another of the, of the Will superlatives for the week, uh, which is also not the best, but it is the Baxter, I can't believe you ate a whole wheel of cheese award to Buffalo. You started Matt Barkley. We talked last week about your start Buffalo strategy and how it it's is. my only strategy. Work. Yes, yeah. it's all I got. And this week, Matt Barkley, zero points. Oh, God. Um, so it, it turns out that maybe Nathan Peterman was the, the soul of my strategy and him just being around was what made it happen. And I have to report, ladies and gentlemen, sadly, on Monday before the, uh, the game, the Monday night game, word went out that Nathan Peterman was released. Good night, sweet prince. I'm going to miss you terribly. But he was released, and it did buy me some 24-7 points. Um, That's correct. My, uh, my first 24-7 points of the season, despite this, the pick-up-a-guy-and-stardom shenanigans that Bill's been pulling. <laughs> yeah, we've discussed about how maybe that rule needs to be revisited in the offseason because by the spirit of the rule, the Bills were saying, oh, God, our quarterbacks are terrible. We need to pick someone up, anyone, anyone off waivers. Yeah, and- they were doing the equivalent of calling in a guitarist out of the audience at the concert. Like, can, can anyone play guitar? <laughs> and, uh, and and apparently it was it was it was worth no points. But I'm not going to be too salty because Buffalo is amazing, and I love everything about them. 
they have been amazing. And it should be said that Nathan Peterman was released. And as he left, he did probably the most, most clutch thing he's done thus far and bought you 20, 24, seven points. And that earned you three wins this week. I mean, you went from going in to the Monday night game, not having a team, having scored two points on the week, and you somehow ended it with five wins. This so. is how Nathan Peterman wins the Nathan Peterman Millen VP award <laughs> with yes. clutch performances like that. Yeah, I, I, I was I just, unexpected. You, you, you take your hat off to him. He's, he, is, he is everything that an MVP award uh, should be. Absolutely. Uh, he really, I think, seals it at this point. But we should clarify, in case anyone is curious, we, we had a bit of a um, parsing of the, of the rules because there's a 50-point there's a bonus if the previous week starter is released. There is a 20-point bonus if two or three games ago that starter is released. So because Peterman was released on Monday night after their Monday game, uh, I rolled based on the the text of the rules that it was a 20 point uh bonus and not a 50 point bonus so those of you i guess sarah is, is our legal scholar of the you can you can say what you think about that but uh but that was the ruling on on this for a 20 point not a 50 point i can't believe a, a scalia wouldn't be a textualist so i i think <laughs> that uh that she'll probably agree yeah so and that is the highest brow joke that we will have all year on the bqbl fail cast yes uh, so speaking of of sarah actually the monday night game part of your your three wins that you gained on monday was because the 20 points vaulted you ahead of two teams right nick had had three points um and and so you vaulted above him and joe had also had six points right neither had had particularly stellar weeks um, so you vaulted ahead of them. Sarah had had 26 from Arizona, had started the Giants. However, Eli Manning's late, within a minute, touchdown pass to win that game. That brought him to three touchdowns. That was a game-winning drive. So that touchdown pass was worth negative 20 um, and left Sarah at negative 14 for the Giants and only 12 overall. So it cost Sarah a win and gave you an extra win as well. And this is another Giants last-minute touchdown. Um and it, it was pointed out in the broadcast, I don't know if you were listening, but um, that Eli Manning is only two games over, I guess now three games over 500 for his whole career, which is incredible for a guy who's probably going to end up in the Hall of Fame, to my chagrin. But um, he's really bad, but he's, he does have a little something in the late game. Like he is just able to kind of stick it in right there at the end. I don't know. This season has yeah. been one of those kind of – Jake the Snake type years where he just kind of <laughs> is a master of the, the last minute score. Um, yeah, but she, but er, Sarah did get 26 points from Arizona. Um, kind of holding their own against Kansas City, but also, you know, throwing some picks because, um, you know, it's, it's Josh Rosen. He's a rookie and you can't keep up with Kansas City. Yeah, going to that game in a second, I want to point out, Eli Manning will win this week that, that escalated quickly award for the mm at the end of a game that the negative 20 was a, was a big deal and, and swung the standings in a meaningful way. Josh Rosen has been sort of remarkable this, this year. I can't tell whether he's good or not. Uh, mm. It seems possible to decide. And I think that's fairly tough. It's, it's a fairly unique 
characteristic. It, it's, it's really difficult. You, you look at his stats and they're not good. You watch him play and it's like, oh, it's okay. You watch the team perform and you're like, well, he's doing fine, I think. Um, I mean, the team was holding their own and then you look at his numbers and they were bad. So he's very confusing to watch. It, he's got this situation where he's throwing to his running backs and his tight ends. It's not clear that Larry Fitzgerald is still very good. I guess he's still okay. And they really don't have a lot at the wide receiver position. The line is terrible. Um, so he's, he's, I think he's doing the most with what he can, which is very little with very little. Um, but up until this point, he's thrown mostly very few interceptions. This week, I think, was one of his first two interception weeks so far. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, speaking of multiple interceptions, well, I want to give we want to give Jake credit as well. We've made fun of him in the past for starting Tampa Bay and in the wrong weeks and benching them right in the wrong weeks to making mm-hmm. bad decisions with Tampa Bay. Uh, and he succeeded this week. He started Tampa Bay. They scored 23 points. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick was not good, although he did put up 400 yards, I think. But yes, yeah, so, someone. Uh, I, I, th- I think I retweeted this. It's. Um, Every game this year, the Tampa Bay quarterback has either thrown for 400 yards, four touchdowns, or been benched in the second half. <laughs> I did. I did see you retweet that. Yeah, um, it's a fairly and, remarkable and that, statistic. And it's it's still good after this week. It's still going on. Um, so it really is all or nothing in Tampa Bay. Um, but Jake Hello. did make the right decision, and even though he left Carolina's 33 on his bench. He started Tampa Bay finally and got a decent score, ended up in second place for it. That's right. 26 points on the week, but that was good for second place, just beating your 22. Um, I want to point out that the Bucks have sometimes hit multiple of those numbers. They've, they've, I think there's at least one week where they had 400 yards, four touchdowns, and had their quarterback benched in the, <laughs> in the, in the second half, I think, during that Cincinnati game. That's a Yahtzee, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Speaking of Yahtzee, this week I won. I picked up uh, a benching of my own. Speaking of Cincinnati, a benching of my own in Cincinnati. They got killed by the Saints. We saw Jeff Driscoll come into the game and, and run for a 27-yard touchdown. But still, that was, a, uh, that was good for 49 points. Combine that with the fact that the Jets are awful. Um, so Sam Darnold did not play this week. Josh McCown did. There was a difference. Well, I think Josh McCown is like Sam Darnold without hope. <laughs> it's it's sort of you can sort of see this as <laughs> Darnold is young, and if you look into the future, like this is one one door you open, and and he could be Josh McCown in fifteen years. Oh, oh definitely. I, I think there's I think there's a door that leads to Matthew Stafford, and I think there's a door that leads to Josh McCown. Mm-hmm. And the only question is, which door is he going to go through? And you're yep. really hanging your hat on the hope. And the third door is is just a just a goat. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Excellent. Just this week, uh, 46 points. So I finished last week. I broke the century mark. This week, I finished 95. It's my second straight week winning uh, all of the games. And, and I've climbed into second place. It was really, really close with you before that Monday night game. Um, now you're, you're five points clear of me, but I've, I've come into second place, uh, three points ahead of Nick. 
Indeed, yes, you, you are making a charge up the standings. But uh, while we were on the topic of goats, um, there are a couple teams this week that did not do so well. <laughs> and Russ is probably chief among them. Now, Russ had four choices this week, Miami, Oakland, Kansas City, and New Orleans. And I don't know if he's throwing it or if he just decided to start Kansas City and New Orleans the same week no, and take his lunch. Russ did not. Select starters. For oh, the he didn't start. He didn't. He didn't select starters. That's penalty, right. He oh. started his two worst teams, and they were unsurprisingly uh, Kansas City and New Orleans. So the benefit to Russ is he gets Kansas City and New Orleans starts out. That's a thing. Um, they actually weren't weren't terrible. I mean, of all the weeks to start them, this was probably one of the better performances for the that combination. Um, they only scored negative five, which would have would have gotten him wins most other weeks. Uh, this week, this week, however, uh, that was not the case. Yeah, Kansas City has only been positive once this year, so getting a zero out of them was the second best score all season. So you know you can thank, uh, I guess, negligence for getting a decent Kansas City start, although it didn't really help that much in the long run. No, I mean typically. Uh, you know, Will has been negative most of the year, and he finished negative two again this week. Jake has typically been. But he started with his two best teams. <laughs> I, I, I want to point out that, that Will, as I mentioned last week, he made all his mistakes during the draft. <laughs> Ever since then, he's actually been okay. But it, it does go to show you that you really shouldn't make all your mistakes during the draft. So he had three choices, like many of us. Um, he chose Will, although – his choosing well still resulted in negative two points on the week with a zero from Indy, a negative two from Seattle. He avoided the 20, negative 22 from Pittsburgh, but he still finished second to last this week with a negative two overall. Right. And that's, that's been a pretty typical of Will on the year. As I said, Jake has typically also been in the negatives, but as we said, he finished second this week. And that means that he has now opened up a, a large lead over last place, right? So that was that was very close between Jake and Will for last place. Jake has now opened a six-point lead, um, you know, six points clear of last place. Will Will is now the the sole inhabitant of of the basement in the standings. Uh, also, want a special mention special mention for Nick, right? I want to I want to call out Nick. We talk about having three teams to start. Nick got spooked last week by starting San Francisco, <laughs> right? So he got trash talked into starting Nick Mullins last week uh, and was remorseful enough that he decided to bench them this week. <laughs> uh, Nick Mullins was not bad Monday night. I think we can, we can agree on that, but he did throw two interceptions. And so he finished with 14 points as opposed to Chicago, who was negative 13. So Nick, Nick so cost himself. You're saying we're going up. We're going the second week of me heckling him out of significant points. Yeah, in some sense, I would say this is the second week that you've heckled him out of significant points. If he had started the Niners over the Bears, he would have finished in second, and then he would have tightened the lead with you. He would have beat you. So this this is the second week in a row that that the San Francisco has cost him. <laughs> Oh, Nick, I'm in your head, buddy. It's, it's, it's bad. <laughs> yeah, so Nick, as I said, is in third place now at 41 wins. That's eight behind you. Just after Nick is the, is the Scalia household, uh, Joseph holding a half, a half a point lead over Sarah. So 40 and a half to 40. 
And that's that's really the the top of the standings there. Um, Russ is at 25 and a half. Jake's actually almost climbed even with Russ. Jake's now at 23 and Will is at 17. Yeah, it's it's tightening up at the bottom a little bit. The the Scalias are definitely in the hunt as well. And I, I think that the most important thing is obviously that Sarah doesn't win so that someone can get those delicious cookies that she makes. <laughs> yeah. Really, that's what this is all about. It's all about getting a brick of something from Nick. <laughs> Some kind of casserole brick. Yeah. Uh, and then and then getting uh and then getting the the gourmet cookies from Sarah, um, I think we can all agree that uh, that Jake's cookies are are hit and missed, hit or miss, hit, hit and miss, maybe both, maybe both. <laughs> Though as I as I you know asked Jake after eating his cookies this year, Jake did you use bread cookies this year, and he was like, yeah, I did. So, oh, that's a first using a I recipe. And it, let, let the record show that baking is a place where you almost always want to use a recipe. You can't just kind of wing it. <laughs> but but our, our Jake is a special man. And uh, and I guess by dint of his uh, having about half as many wins or less than half as many wins as the leader, um, he can probably warm up his uh, cookbook, I'll say. But I doubt he has one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really going out on a limb there. <laughs> well, until next time, uh, may all your decisions be Milan-esque, and uh, I hope you have a Gruden-ish week. Absolutely, and again, that's one more one more farewell to Nathan Peterman. It, it was a you know bright, shining, if if brief uh, start period of time. Uh, just remember it fondly. Oh. Well, and also you know that that MVP, the uh, Milan Valuable Player Trophy, is almost certainly going to be won by its namesake in the first year. So Nathan Peterman, I love you. And with that, have a good week, everyone.